0: Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. I'm here with Jason Pat. Jason, what's going on, bro? We're discussing the second straight Bulls victory today. Oh, man. Great great stuff here, guys.
1: Uh, the Bulls beat the Wizards. Uh, crazy overtime, awful March basketball game. Uh the Bulls did not have Zach Levine or Otto Porter Jr. Uh resting them because they had some injuries. I think Porter's got a shoulder thing. Levine now has a thigh contusion, and he just had the knee thing. It was smart. Rest of those guys. I thought maybe that they would result in so a so-called tank win after they beat the Suns in a in a tank-off game the other day. I did not watch the Suns game. It was off. I did watch tonight. And of course the Bulls pull out an overtime win 126 to 120. Lowry Markinen, uh Bust, bust out of his slump in a big way. 32 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, 12-21 of 21 from the field, 5-8 from three. He had a really nice dagger three off a pretty a, a nice uh, after-timeout play by Jim Boylan after his absolute debacle of a play, play call at the end of regulation uh, that sent the game into overtime. Uh, Chris Dunn put up big numbers, 26-13-6. and six. I think that was a season high. He had took 24 shots. So it was kind of a weird game for him. He had a couple big threes in overtime It's with – Without Zach Levine, he kind of dominated the ball and was doing a lot. So it was, it was like a good Chris Dunn game for him, I guess. And the Bulls also got some crazy, stupid performances from like Shaq Harrison at 18 on seven of thirteen shooting. Big Cristiano Felicio had like a season high 15. Uh, t- TLC until they Cabro at 13. It was it's a weird, classic March shitty basketball game. Jabari had 28 off the bench with a revenge performance, but it wasn't enough. Wasn't enough uh, for the Wizards to pull it out. And the Bulls are now 21 and 52. Uh, I know it's the the tank people were, it's kind of an angsty, angsty win, couple, couple wins here, but they beat the Suns. The Suns have been playing better lately. They beat the Wizards tonight. The, the Cavs won again. The Cavs have been coming on hard. The Bulls have had an opportunity to possibly get in that bottom three. And they, of course, have won these last two after losing five in a row. I mean, at this point, it's just like it's March basketball, it's a whatever. They're, they win these games. They're still at twelve and a half percent in the in the number number four spot, Ricky. I mean, do you how much do you even care about Bulls basketball? This was are Mister College Basketball. And we're going to talk a lot of college basketball later, but I mean, what do you even make of these these last few games here?
0: Yeah, it's like you can't put too much stock into the NBA in March. I feel like this is the time when everyone's either like tr- totally transparently taking tanking, like the Bulls did at parts of last season, especially when they shut down Zach Levine towards the end of the year at Nisornes. Uh, I really wanted him to lose this game. Of course, the stupid Wizards <laughs> had to blow it, dude. So I wizards. only saw a few, I only saw a little bit of this game, but the first thing I saw when I turned on the TV is Bobby Portis just clocking Markkinen across yes, the face yes. twice. I will not let this go. Listeners of this podcast need to remember, the Bulls offered Bobby Portis an extension that he turned down before this season. I believe it was around four years, 50 million, somewhere in that ballpark. The Bulls are so lucky that he did not take that because I think the general trade for uh, Otto Porter just improved the talent level on the Bulls quite a bit. Now, the Bulls obviously still have a long way to go, but I don't think that trade happens if Portis accepts the extension the Bulls offer. Uh, So, you know, whatever good mojo the Bulls have going for him, they finally made one good trade over a 10-year span. Congratulations, you idiots. Uh, They've made a couple (laughs) nice draft picks in the last two drafts. So that that's impressive for sure. But it's like, can you trust the Bulls rebuild with these clowns still in charge? The same people who have made all these mistakes in past years. It's things like offering Portis an extension when he had no place on this team moving forward as the third big man, when you're only two decent building blocks are big men. Also, he's just not very good. He plays no defense, total gunner, not a, not a winning yeah. player by any definition. So, uh, I, I need to harp on that a little bit, uh, even after the Bulls win two games in a row. And, you know, we've been mostly positive on this play, on this uh, podcast lately, so I got to, my, uh, to my original, get, back I gotta get back to my original... Get back to your roots. Get back to my original hater ways. Uh, but like you said, Jason, March in the NBA, time to tune out, man. I know that I personally uh, tune out of the NBA pretty much every March, and that's because I cover college basketball for my job at SB Nation. The NCAA tournament is here. The bracket is out. And, Jason, we have a great guest today. One of my favorite yes, people on Twitter. You can follow him at Cosmos, C O S M I S. It's Brian Shooter. Brian, what's going on? Oh, you did that on purpose.
2: Uh, nothing much. Watching this terrible St. John's Arizona State game and desperately wishing it was noon tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely, this game. This game is bad.
0: So Brian runs a Patreon of scouting uh, ahead of the NBA draft. You guys should all subscribe to that. Brian, you're really ripping people off here. As a subscriber, I can speak to this. It is one dollar <laughs> per month, and uh, Brian will give you big boards, mock drafts. He just published a huge Zion Williamson article uh, with a ton of gifts that crashed my computer. On uh, you know everything Zion <laughs> has done this year, so uh, Brian. He's just turned himself into a draft expert over the last couple of years. He's been a big member of Bulls Twitter uh, for even longer than that. So uh, I'm super happy to get Brian on today to talk about the bracket. Uh, Man, we can go so many different places with this conversation. I guess here's here's the first thing I want to throw at you, Brian. Uh, You know, the general narrative surrounding this draft is that it sucks. People have been saying this. Uh, you know, even during the 2018 draft, when they were looking ahead at this class, they're like, yeah, this class doesn't look that good. Well, what happens? So many of the freshmen disappoint. Uh, Cam, that's it. what
2: that's what it is. It's it's people conflate people conflate a good draft class with a good freshman class. I'm like, this freshman class isn't very good, but it's still it's probably an average class. that's overall. See,
0: that's what I was going to get at because I agree with that. I do think that there are some strengths of this draft class. So. Uh, That's what I wanted to start off with. What do you think, uh, in your opinion, the strengths of this draft class are? And for uh, people, especially who are just sort of tuning in to March Madness to like get an eye on some of these prospects for the first time, that's give them like sort of sort of an overview of some things to watch through a more optimistic lens uh, heading into the. There's a lot
2: of wings. There's just a lot of wings. Not all of them are good, but there's a lot of them. And they all, and most of them have some kind of skill. Like I'm pretty low on RJ, but like he's still a good prospect. He's a ter- terrific transition scorer. So like he has that. He's strong. You know, like Reddish maybe will shoot. He has a high steal percentage. Jared Culver, but even going than that, there's just a lot of wings. There's a lot of six four to six eight guys who can switch probably. Um, there's the guards are kind of the weak spot. Honestly, there's a few second round guys who could be decent, and then there's. Just a lot of, there's a lot of weird guys in this this class. It feels like, yeah. What I Just lots of guys with weird stat lines and,
0: yeah. What I was going to get at is that you know two years ago it was all point guards. Last year it was all setters yeah. But now this year you kind of have a little bit more of a positional positionless class, headlined by the most positionless prospect ever in Zion. Uh, so you know, let's just start off with please talk about Zion. Yeah, I mean, just need some if, Zion we start, in LA. <laughs> if we
2: start going by the bracket, we'd start with him anyway because they're number one seed. Let's East. talk about Zion.
0: Give us some Zion takes, let's, Brian.
2: Uh, he's the best draft prospect of this decade.
0: I like that. Take, That's a good I, think. take. Well, I,
2: I, I agree. I, Would you say he's a better prospect than Anthony Davis? Probably because it'll have at least his ceiling is higher. I don't know. I don't I really don't know how you can calculate that, but he handles the ball more than Brow did as a, as a college basketball player. And I mean, remember the, the question with him was like, can Anthony Davis score reliably, which is kind of hilarious. We don't have that question first. We don't have that question for,
0: that question yeah. for Zion. Right. Anthony Davis was seventh on his own college team in usage. Right. If you go back and look, yeah. which is just pretty outstanding. That's insane. Just a freakish uh, defender. I suppose that was like his thing. Yeah, so I agree with that. My I got a couple of Zion takes. One of them is that people will ask me whenever I do radio or do podcasts, they'll be like, you know, is there any chance someone goes ahead of Zion Williamson? I mean the answer to this You're a is, fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, like even if he like ruptured his Achilles, <laughs> he would still be the first pick. I think.
2: I think the only way he's not the number one pick is if he dies before June yeah. <laughs> or like gets <laughs> arrested. Shit. Yeah.
0: And then the other thing <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean uh is you know, to me he can't even this is this is where I was going with this. He can't even be compared to other players in this draft class. Sure. The only no. way to grade him is historically against the last ten years, maybe the last twenty years. Uh, to me, this is the biggest gap I have ever seen between the best and second best prospect in a draft. Uh, one, one I mean, the, the
2: only the only comparison is, is twenty twelve, but we didn't know exactly how good Lillard was going to be then, right? Like, because like, MKG was the second pick of twenty twelve, yeah. and like, oh god, yeah, that's that's that's, that's not bad. even in that the same sucks. universe. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's terrible. That's awful. I, just, I mean, just like look at him coming back. Like, I, Zion is one I've watched him closely just because obviously he's so much better than me. I was just coming back from that injury. What do you shoot like 75, 80% in the ACC tournament? Like, just completely, just the way he changes everything for Duke. He's like, what? Is, they He missed five games and Duke went, what, three and two and almost lost to Wake Forest? Like, a, a bad Wake Forest team. And Zion just comes back and they. When when the AC tournament he puts up whatever, like twenty five a game and ridiculous percentages and just just the, the 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 strength, the athleticism with that frame and the the finishing ability. Like I don't know how he makes some of the shots that he makes his, when he's driving the back. His race. reaction time
2: thinking. is his best attribute. I've said this before. He does he does that thing. I I talked about this a lot when I wrote I wrote that thing, but he does that Jokic thing where he'll look up once when he gets the ball and then put his head down and he'll just know where everyone's gonna be before it happens. He has so many... You Like, you can't double-team him. You cannot, because he, he will always find... Usually, if Jack White's on the floor, it's Jack White. He'll always find the guy who gets open, and he'll hit him. And, like, you can't play his zone, because it'll just stand at the free-throw line and rack up. He doesn't get a lot of assists, because they don't run plays for him to get assists. That's the thing. Right. Like, they do that for RJ, because RJ's assist numbers are inflated, because he's not a particularly good passer. He's not, like, a... He's not a complete black hole, but RJ... I've been saying that RJ is like a 2K player. RJ is like a 2K player sometimes where he decides before he gets the ball, like, I'm shooting this time. This time I'm going to pass. And like, he's not, he's very predictable.
0: Yeah, he's the 2K player who just holds down up and hits axe. Like, holds down up and turbo to just charge towards the basket.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he he only has one or two moves. And if those get shut down, he just sort of flails and throws the ball at the rim. If he gets to his left hand, like in the crossing the paint, he usually can score. But I don't know. It's, he's not a, he's not as explosive as you think. He's not as athletic as you think. He's really long strides, and he's like pretty strong. But he's just he's predictable. And the worst the worst thing about RJ, and you'll see this in the tournament, I bet, especially if they're just beating somebody by a million points. So, sorry, not Dakota State. As um, it as Zion will do something cool, and then next time down, RJ will like. He would look off everyone and be like, I'm my turn now. Like I have to equal him. And I've been saying this, he, he gets into dick measuring contests with Zion, and it's like, you're not gonna win. You're you're never gonna be as oppressive as him. Yeah, I mean So like it's it 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 doesn't it really only hurt them in the Gonzaga game. Like he did Yeah, I was just gonna say
1: I watched that game pretty closely and it was just like all down the stretch. It was like RJ Barrett drive to the basket, throw up a, a wild shot at the rim.
2: But the craziest thing about Zion is that they don't even really run pick and roll for him. Or, or let him run pick-and-rolls that often.
0: Yeah, lately um, they've been letting him be the roller, but they rarely let him be the handler. A little more.
2: A little His more, His
0: handler yeah. statistics on Synergy are just like off the charts. Uh, one thing I wanted to throw at you, Brian. So, like, you know, this is a Bulls podcast, so we need to keep it tagged in the Bulls. Right. But, uh, you know, it, it is a natural question, I think. How does Zion fit on the Bulls? Should they get the first pick? with Carter and Markkinen already entrenched, do you think ultimately one of those guys would have to be moved uh, to allow Zion?
2: Maybe not immediately. Maybe not immediately. Like, I don't know if I'd immediately trade Lowry, but I do think, I I think I would start listening to offers. Like, maybe somebody, the thing is, I don't know if I'd do want it in this draft. I don't know if I'd want, like, the eighth, maybe like the eighth pick, but like a top five pick, probably not. But, you know, I feel like at this, there's still the talent accumulation stage. You figure that shit out later. Like, Right, yeah, that's, well,
1: that's what I said. Would you trade Lowry over Carter? Probably, you,
2: like, I probably would. get more? I don't know. It depends, just, it depends it, on, are they going to put the ball in Wendell's hands? Are they going to let him shoot?
0: Yeah, well, here's my... like. Are they, like, or know, are they just going to run the about? Robin
2: Lopez offense for him? Like That's the
0: question. My should, two cents on this know. is no. obviously the Bulls are in the talent accumulation stages of this, uh, but I would let Zion Cook at point guard. I would let Zion be your lead offensive initiator and let him be running the pick and rolls. And then if you just think about it from like a theoretical standpoint, like what do you want next to Zion? Well, you want knockdown shooters. So I think, you know, marketing hypothetically is a good fit there. Uh next to Zion, you also want a center who has the strength to guard uh you know more traditional NBA big men, your cats, your yeah. MBs, your Jokics and someone who's also a high IQ passer. So Carter checks both those boxes. So I think there's a world where Zion is basically playing de facto point guard on offense and free safety on defense, which is where I think he can really, uh, pardon my French, but fuck shit up. Like the way when he's like in this rover role. He can really get into the passing lanes. He can come as a weak side shot blocker. And he's so quick with his recovery, as we all saw in the immediately viral block he had of the corner three against Virginia. Uh, I
2: actually he think, almost had one on four. Uh, yeah, Force ability, I too. almost
0: think that, you know, Markkinen and Carter could potentially be good teammates for him.
2: Yeah, and there's not like I know we you were just talking about how you know giving Bobby Portis all that money to be the third big is a bad idea, but the the difference is that Zion is not like a he's not a big really he's just Zion. He's like
1: everything,
0: yeah. So like having Lowry be the sixth man in that capacity would be fine. Like yeah, they would work. Yeah, I went to a USA basketball camp in October 2017 to watch a camp of the top 60 high school players in the country. Great event, USA basketball event. I've gone a few times uh, and I wrote a big article on Zion and I my general hook on that story was like, this guy's incredible, but there are some legitimate questions into how he fits into the NBA in terms of what position does he play? He can't shoot at all. He's 17 years old and he's 280 pounds and he's maybe six foot five. Like, what's going on? I think that there, you know, there were some legitimate questions at that stage. What Zion has done is not answer those questions. He's just made those questions completely irrelevant. He exists in a stratosphere so outside of the typical questions you ask of draft prospects that to me, none of this shit even matters.
2: There's like no way he's not. Maybe not immediately, but he will be a top 15 player. Like that's like the floor, at some point in his career. Like he, he's going to be one of those guys who, when he comes into the game, it becomes his, like a game. Like when Embiid comes in, it's a Joel Embiid game that's going to be played at Joel Embiid's pace, and by his rules. You know, LeBron's like that. Westbrook, Ward's like that. I'm not sure he is anymore. Steph's like that. Steph. Yeah. Harden's like that. Or it's just like it's. Giannis is like that. And Gian-
1: Giannis. Uh, yeah, I got one
2: more Zion take to throw at you.
1: Actually, I was I was going to say as well but I was just kind of to that point I think just you call him like the rover free safety or whatever like whatever position he's playing I think it was the in the latest ESPN mock draft Mike Schmitz I think said that he'd be like the best center in the league in a few years basically which is just like I mean I don't know. do you got do you agree with that I I'm mean sure basically when you're yeah I mean just the the, the way he can play it just it seems like I, I certainly couldn't doubt it
0: Ricky well, go I mean, ahead with your Well I mean he does science. lack a little bit of length like I don't really know if he could defend yeah. Cat or Embiid or those guys. First of all, no one can defend those right. guys. But Zion could hold his ground in the post given his low center of gravity. I mean, it would be like souped up Draymond, right? Yeah. Uh, like on defense, like sure. more, way more
1: athletic Draymond. And, I mean, they're like the same height. He's heavier, yeah. stronger, more athletic. So you figure Draymond can dominate. I mean, I don't know. He's obviously declining. But saying now he's like saying that he's more athletic player.
2: than Draymond is like, it's it's inviting that there's even yeah. a comparison. It's like,
1: yeah, right. And I guess the Draymond does have like a seven. A rocket wingspan, ship is, like, rocket yeah, ship is more yeah. powerful
2: than, than <laughs> a dodge. Like,
0: uh, yeah. I, is, I guess so. I mean, it, I so I'm hard. out here talking about I want to play Zion at point guard, and we got ESPN talking about how they want to play him at center. I think that just speaks to his overall versatility. He's one of the most versatile prospects I've ever seen. He's super high IQ, and he's just a terrific teammate. Here's
2: a Zion... This this idea you're still seeing it some places. Idea that he's not a good passer because he has mediocre. I think oh, like he has numbers. I think he has a, more turnovers than assists. But like the, the passes he makes don't lead to assists. The passes he makes are, are just absurd. He throws some of the best like transition bounce passes well, I've ever seen to in me, my life.
0: He's a good and, passer. He has good vision, which matters more than like he's not putting the ball yeah. in the shooting pocket the way LeBron does a lot of times. Like he will. Make the right pass, but not throw it perfectly. But I think that that's an area where he could totally improve as he gets older.
2: Yeah, Uh, what most players
1: do. I do have one more one more just Bulls thought here. So I guess just fitting in this conversation. So like if they if the Bulls did get the top pick, they draft Zion. I mean, would you assume the starting lineup next year would be Levine, Porter, Zion, Carter, Laurie? Like, do you think they make or they who would come off the bench? Do we think here? like, what, what do you think Depends they would do? Depends
2: on if they sign a point guard.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was, I was curious. Like, I would think – I would kind of be tempted to just try that out and then maybe sign, like, a veteran backup. Just make sure you have a good backup in place in case that shit goes haywire. But, like, I feel like I the Bulls are so bad. Like, I know some people are going to expect them to go to the playoffs next year. But, I mean, Zion's so good. Where He we might be good enough to, to get them there anyways, no matter what kind of whatever fit or what. What they got going on there? Like, I feel like it's still like. I like you said, feel Taylor, like
2: I feel like you wouldn't start that team every game. You could start Lowry sometimes. Yeah, you could start Wendell sometimes. Yeah. Like people get I think a little too held up on on who's starting. It's not like you're you're It's not like hockey. It's not like their own lines. They don't always. play But every I actually together.
0: love the composition of that lineup because you'd have length and shooting with. Uh, with Porter, you'd have you know knockdown shooting with Porter, knockdown shooting with Mark and I think just the presence of Zion would rein Levine in a lot. Like Levine isn't an idiot. Like Levine would yeah. know that Zion's a total freak. And now you got Levine and kind of that like Kyrie on the Cavs role where he's like a walking bucket, but he doesn't have to be that guy every possession. Uh and then I mean Carter defensively this year was already so impressive. So yeah, I'm running that five-man lineup. My you know, they might lift. Zach Levine right. is the point guard. I like it, but it doesn't really matter because Zion's going to be the guy initiating it most of the time. Yeah. And then you're going to say, "Oh, Otto Porter's your two guard." Well, it doesn't really matter. What you want is that seven-one wingspan out there and that knockdown shooting out there.
2: And you want, and I would want, I would want Wendell to initiate some from the high post and get him, get Zion, Zion moving, Zion and lob. Imagine. I think in general, I mean, you just do so many different things with yeah. those guys. Just,
0: that's a lot of talent. And right, I got one Zion hot take I want to get off my chest here. But I, I haven't written or tweeted right. yet, I don't think. But uh, I think that Zion is going to peak super, super early. Like, I think he there's a chance that he's like a top five best player in the world by like 22. I think he's going to be ready to go right away as like maybe one of the 50 best players in the league as a rookie. I think that he's going to be insane immediately. But I don't know what 28-year-old Zion Williamson looks like, 31-year-old Zion Williamson. Yeah. I could see him maybe having a short career given the composition of his body with his quick-quick athleticism. He really reminds style. me of D. Rose. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, I would say the two most – honestly, the two best physical comparisons are, are Shaq and D. Rose. Um, the one thing I will say is he has much better feet than Derek did, because I remember that was a running thing. For, we were all waiting for him oh, to blow his great. knee out because he he would put yeah. his feet like sideways and turn them weird when he cuts. Zion doesn't really do that. Zion kind of pushes. He powers through really well. He runs like he runs straight through the balls of his feet. He doesn't. He has good form, so I'm a little less worried about him blowing his knees up. I'm no more worried about him like f- f- braining himself on the backboard and like taking ten
0: years off of his life. Honestly, I'm more worried about
2: getting pro wrestler
0: injuries than I am Derrick Rose injuries. Yeah, I just think you know it's a lot. There's a lot of weight for joints to support, especially when they're moving that quickly. But I do agree that the mechanics of his athleticism are so much more sound than Rose's. But still, I mean, he's got 280 fucking pounds on those joints. Wow.
2: Yeah, he should. He should do his best. I mean, the same for Embiid. He should do his best he can to get fifteen twenty off. He will. He will. Like, yeah, I I'm lose some weight. Yeah, I mean either way, if you get whatever, even if his career, I guess,
1: peers out early, if you get whatever, seven, eight elite yeah, years totally of Zion, good. It sounds good to All right, make. so let's
0: talk about it Barrett's the Bulls it. a little bit then. Because yeah. then if the Bulls get the second pick, well let's uh. not even let's let's uh let's let's go one up on this discussion here. And I don't want who you think the Bulls would take, Brian. I want who Brian would take. If you got the second pick, Culver. You would take Derek, Derek Culver Derek. too.
2: For the, for the Bulls, yeah, they need the thing they need, and I think I think you guys will all agree with this. The thing they need more than anything else is a, is good decision making, somewhere, and they need that. And just like- Culver is yeah. a tremendous decision maker, and he's it's actually weird. He he's a weird contrast with RJ because somebody described this as a way to describe Culver, and I've been using it. He, he has a lot of oil in his game, like he can fit his body through weird angles, kind of like Shea. He he just moves very fluidly. He he seems to have multiple counters for any time someone stops him. The fact that he's shooting as high as he is at the rim, which last I looked it was like high sixties, I want to say like sixty seven percent. With a t- on a team that has I mean basically no other offense. They're offensive playing a box and one against all. Jared Culver's big
0: twelve games, basically.
2: Yeah. Like their 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 second best score is Davide Moretti, who's just a pull up shooter he's a pretty good pull up shooter. Maybe an NBA player, but like he can't get to the rim at all. And then like their centers cannot score on their own. Like Odiase yeah. and Terry Collins cannot score without being thrown lobs or offensive rebounds. And then all their other guys just right. pass up it's, layups all the time. Very it's similar extremely to frustrating. And been, sorry, I'm
0: sorry to interrupt you, but it's very similar to the way Big 12 defenses guarded Trey Young last year, where they were all just selling out yeah. to stop Trey. They were engineered to stop Trey because they knew no one else could beat him.
2: I agree with you that they're a much better team. They're yeah. a much better team than that Oklahoma it's team. Like great. their Number defense the is country.
0: terrific. Uh, I agree with you that I would think but, um, high yeah. IQ two-way player. That's what the Bulls need, and they need two-way players. Yeah, also
2: he's he's good at defense. Like he's a he's very strong. he' has a good he has really thick legs. Um, he has these. He has like it's like Shea last year. That's really the comparison. Is he has these these moves where he does like two or three dribbles. And scoops the ball around somebody and just like fits through these gaps that the defense just can't they can't prepare for it. He I watched that West Virginia game because West Virginia was actually really fun down the short down the last like five games of the year when they just started playing a bunch of freshmen. And Jordan McCabe oh, yeah. started taking we need like get him on I need
0: Jordan McCabe to transfer to Duke so the whole country could hate him. <laughs> oh god.
2: <laughs> um and like like Derek Culver, they're letting him make plays and he's he's pretty skilled. I like him. But um they ended up losing the West Virginia cuz West Virginia just hit crazy shots, but Culver down the stretch of that game, the last 5 minutes, I think he I think he went like 6 for 7 on entirely layups and he was just running in the three guys in the paint and just getting past all of them and getting easy layups. The clearance he gets. If you if you I've done this a little bit. I have a couple I haven't used yet. If you look at like the shots RJ hits and look at like where how close defenders are when he releases them and look at the ones Culver gets. Culver gets open layups despite being around three people in the paint, whereas RJ just will run into somebody's chest and shoot like a six foot floater. And like, sometimes it'll go in and he's okay at it, but it's not, they're not good shots. Really. They're kind of garbage shots. And Culver does not take those. So he's also a very yeah, good. I,
0: I agree. I, I really Honestly, like. Kind of Culver I would take him. My matter. general Culver take is that at the college level, he has to do everything. And at the NBA level, that's just not going to be the case. I mean, he's probably going to be slotting in as ideally like your third best player uh, for most teams. And then if you want to – now you know that might be a little disappointing to take with the number two overall pick. I don't know how much quote-unquote star equity Jared Culver has, but what I do think he has is just an ability to help you win games.
2: About as much as Otto about as much as Otto. I mean, physically I think his best comps are like Josh Richardson and Karras, but he's bigger than both those guys, like significantly so. It well, would six be five. really interesting
0: to see how he measures. He's listed
2: at 6-5. I think he's six, I think he's closer to 6-7. Um, he doesn't have like LeVert has like I mean, he did in college. He had a lot of burst in his game and Kobe doesn't really have that, but he has he maximizes his his physical abilities really well and he's got he gets really low. He does another thing, shaded. He gets really low when he drives through people, so they can't leverage him away, and he can just blow right past them. For a guy with a pretty slow first step, he gets past pretty much anybody whenever he wants.
0: And is, I think it that really translates. comes back for the Bulls to a question of philosophy in terms of, you know, what do you want? Do you want to sell out to make the offense as good as it could possibly be? Because then maybe you're taking John Morant, someone who you need a point guard, yeah, uh, you. If you think you need someone with more superstar equity, I think Morant has that. Maybe it's a ten percent chance or fifteen percent chance, whatever it is. But there is a chance he could. Can...
2: Probably the highest I highest chance
0: outside of Zion. Uh, but then the question is, like, you know, if you're the Bulls, you got Marken and you got Levine. Levine's played really well this year. I think, especially on Levine's contract, uh, like I'm definitely taking Levine over yeah. Devin Booker and watch what Russell gets this summer. I'll take Levine over Russell too. Uh, And that's in a vacuum, let alone, you know, seeing how much D'Angelo signs for. I think, you know, Booker probably better than Levine, (sighs) but he's making literally twice as much money. So Uh, but anyway, so those are two guys who are like offense first players, high usage offensive players, ideally who are going to carry your offense. I don't know if you really need to sell out for an all offense, no defense prospect, not Totally sure, Morant is that guy because he has put up a 2.5 steal rate, which is pretty solid. He's been blocking shots like crazy lately. He, flies he makes plays
2: defensively, but he just isn't. He has no strength. He has no functional strength. Like Jared Harper was pushing him around in that Auburn game. Jared Harper is, uh, yeah, Jared Harper is. not a big man. 5'10",
0: 180 on a good day. I think he's the Auburn point guard. Uh, and then, you know, but, you know, when Morant gets up to 200 pounds when he's 24, 25, I could see Morant getting better yeah, his as fit, he ages. His peak could be at 25 or later.
2: He is kind of a disappointing one-footed jumper, but that can come with strength. That's not always a death sentence. If a guy can't get up off of two feet, then yeah. you get worried. Um, Not like Donovan Mitchell, obviously, who... I would take two in this draft. You know, it's not even a question, um, but like uh, the other option I think the bulls would have, and we can talk about, I mean, we, I guess we can talk about him now. Cause he's not in the tournament is maybe either take Garland at two or try and trade down to like seven and get Garland at two. We could come at seven. I mean, um, I've thought about the trade down thing. I mean, I guess if they don't love anybody, I would, I maybe? would do it. If I, if I wasn't convinced, they won't because it's just too much effort. They, they,
0: Right. Ricky wants yeah, to trade. I brought that up on for the podcast. I'd I it it multiple times. If they get the if it's not pick, one... I would offer it to the Clippers yeah. for Shea Yeah.
2: Um Garland is he's kind of a hard five guy to evaluate cuz yeah. he only played 5 games. Right. Yeah. Was it meniscus yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he'll be fine. He just had yeah. the repair. He had the, 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 he had the full surgery he did. Yeah. I mean, why oh would you? they 60. went they were winless in the SEC, and uh, yes. she, too, no <laughs> she too was terrible. And like, they're not very good. They're not a very good team. They are. They do. They are, however, getting Scotty Pippen Jr. next year. Who? Uh, let's fine. talk <laughs> about Garland though, because I saw
0: Garland when I was at an UIBL stop a few years ago. I thought he was the best point guard in this class. When at the time that was, he wasn't considered that at the time. I think Trey Jones was the highest-rated recruit. Devin Dotson was a guy everyone was talking about uh, at the time. I really liked Garland. I never thought he would be a top ten NBA draft pick, given his lack of size. Uh, how did this guy finish against NBA length inside? How did this guy defend someone like Russell Westbrook?
2: I think he he moves with more like power laterally than I think he gets credit for. But like, I mean, the, these are all questions people had against about Lillard, and it took a while, but Lillard became a solid finisher. Lillard's so explosive good, athletically. At
0: Lillard could dunk on your head. Darius Garland's never dunking on anyone's head. No, but he maybe he might be a better he's shooter a if shooter. he works out the He's a good right pull up shooter. Like, That's shoot. definitely the starting point of his appeal. Uh, I think that a lot of his worth in the NBA is going to come down to how good of a facilitator is he because he only averaged four assists. Uh, his yeah. facilitator yeah. numbers were not particularly good. I I know there's a lot of Bulls fans out there that like Garland. I could be totally wrong about this, but to me, he's someone who could have a career like DJ Augustine where Augustine lottery pick, definitely not a bust. I mean, he's still starting for the Magic and playing pretty well. Uh, but if you took DJ Augustine in the lottery, you're not really feeling great about it. Uh, I think that he could be yeah. much better than Augustine. For sure, he's got the potential given his pull-up shooting ability. But I'm not in love with taking Darius Garland and found the Bulls. That's just me. I might be wrong. Well, that's, that's
2: why I advocated trading down. I think you could get some value for him. Get, get some other value and get another guy to come in. If you really want a point guard, I, I think those are. Like I would just two take a non-point options. guard and try to make him a point guard, but that's hard. I, I, I love like, yeah, I love Trey. I don't think Trey would help the Bulls. Like, I just don't. Yeah.
1: Trey, jo- yeah, Trey, Trey, yeah, Trey, yeah. We finished
2: up talking yeah. about Duke with him. I love Trey. He just can't shoot. Like, he's probably going to end hard. up being what Tyus is. Let's talk about Radish. He's a little stronger.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, let's let's talk about reddish. Then we'll we'll go, take a quick break. Yeah, I mean, I've just I'll jump in here real quick. Just like I've I've ripped him pretty hard. Like I've, I've watched Duke more than basically everybody except for Illinois. Poor Illinois, is I really owe. terrible. And yeah, he's good. I hope I hope he comes back. Like, if he goes to the league, I don't think he's a first round pick. Yeah, I hope he'll, he comes he'll back. Probably, for he'll probably
2: come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, got I a would big hope so, answer, but, too. Yeah. But, go ahead.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've as all the Duke I saw, like Cam Reddish just doesn't do it for me at all. Like he looks like a theoretical player, but just his numbers are so terrible. And we like can't finish. The shooting hasn't been good. Like it's just like, it's like what like what ha- like I know as like a third wheel, whatever. Maybe he just never found the rhythm. But he was I feel like he was bad when Zion was out too. Like just like you kept waiting for this guy to actually start like playing well, and it just never happened. Like I feel like if the Bulls got Reddish, that'd be had,
2: just brutal. He had but, two, he had two, he two games like, that were pretty good in that first eight game. He looked really good in, but yeah, I was looking this up a while ago. I think the only player drafted in the last decade who shot under 37.5% from the field in college was Isaiah Whitehead, wow. who it was awful. And uh, Reddish is also, I think he's last among all wings. And like, he's last I looked, he was like f- under 51% at the rim, which is just horrible. That's that's like disastrously bad. He's not athletic, he's not. Like he's athletic in the sense that he can run around as like and look like a basketball player, but he's not explosive at all, and he doesn't have great touch, uh, as evidenced by some of. The, I mean, he takes kind of bad. He, he is he has taken the most NBA threes of any prospect by a lot, and he shoots a decent percentage. So, like, he, at least he understands that. But he takes some shitty step backs.
0: He doesn't know how to he play just basketball, dude. He's such a he, low IQ player. Yeah, he, I was going to say, he doesn't have... Yeah, feel. No field, no, feel, like, no expo- athletic explosion. Still wouldn't be surprised if he's a helpful NBA player, just given his length and his shooting ability. Because I actually do... The steals, the steals are good. The steal percentage is I really high. I do trust his jump shot. And I think the form on the jump shot is pretty good. Yeah, I think he'll shoot well. So he He's one of those
2: guys who shoots differently under pressure than he does at open. And it's like, you can't do that. Like You, you have to be consistent with your form. He like lower his hands quick. He does he does the mellow
0: thing sometimes, and it's like, yeah,
2: that didn't work if for mellow. If you're the either. Bulls,
0: would you take Radish or DeAndre Hunter if both are available?
2: Hunter, Hunter. I would rather not take either, but uh,
0: yeah, DeAndre. I think Hunter is going to be a high floor three and D guy.
2: Is he like a Michael no. Is
0: he
1: like the Mike Helbridge? You no? I mean, just in terms of like high floor. Well, three the, and problem is, that's like, the problem that's is
2: not as like, McHale was yeah. one of the best shooters in college basketball history, like, and Fair. also had an absurdly high steal rate and, and hunters is under two. So like, and that's not entirely Virginia. Cause like Ty Jerome gets a lot of steals and Jay Huff blocks a lot of shots. So he's, I think that's honestly, cause he guards point guards a lot, which is good. Like it's good. He have a six, nine guy who can guard point guards, yeah. but I think he's more like uh See Covington's more explosive. Covington's not a bad. That's a, a bad comp. Like a big. Like he's a four. Okay. He's a big wing who will shoot some threes and create a little bit. I wish his
0: volume was higher from three.
2: Play good. Play good. Yeah, play good man defense. That's what he's. That's what he's. That's probably his. He's best, hitting forty six percent of his threes
0: card. this year, but he's only canned thirty seven of them. It's like I really wish that. Yeah. He could have a little bit. Now, probably of course, you can't again. take those shots in Virginia's offense, but just like. Having a little bit more of a quick trigger, I think would would be interesting to see if his percentage could maintain with a higher volume because he does have a pretty slow release. Higher volume.
2: He's he's kind of robotic in a lot of ways. He move he'll he'll attack closeouts really simply. He doesn't do anything interesting or advanced. He doesn't have like he'll finish open layups, but he's not like a creator of open layups. I'm a little low on him as like a top six, seven guy. I don't really think that's what he. I don't think he'll ever provide the value that you would want. You, you should be trying to top, get stars yeah. or at least complimentary stars. Yeah, it's like, right.
1: Yeah. Well, everything I've read of him was like high floor, Very low, low ceiling. ceiling guy. Which like I mean, the Bulls could use and the Bulls could use obviously good wings who can shoot it a bit. But like if you're if they're picking whatever, I mean, yeah, for,
2: the concept of him is better. like not a good to chandler hutcherson so i mean i understand it but i wouldn't want him top top 10. he's better than so Hutchison,
0: yet. i think he's a much 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 better shooter
2: yeah yeah, yeah really
0: aren't all that similar because hutcherson i really think could slash a bit well i think i'm talking about the role the, the role right. that
2: Hutchison's gonna have to play next year is yeah. basically backup four and that's what hunter i think would excel at he wouldn't start for the bulls so
1: no, yeah, uh, that's I mean, the other yeah, thing. I, fix, I think he fits better
2: on like enough. the Sixers. It just like need NBA caliber uh, players.
0: So you know, world. if yes. the Bulls get like four, five, six, uh, would you take Brandon Clark that high? Let's say Culver's gone, would you take Brandon Clark you know? over RJ Barrett? Would you take I, don't I, I don't know if I for the I don't
2: know if I would for the Bulls, but yeah, I mean, I have him fourth right now, so yeah, I would. Third or fourth? I can't uh, what, which. what
0: do you see in this position? Um, interesting. Hello,
2: well, well, Ricky,
1: Ricky, before oh, yeah, we talk about do it, Brandon Clark, mind if we uh, do our little read here? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's NCAA tournament read, so it makes perfect sense. Uh, all right. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year, and we're here. Great, great times, guys. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all of the above, my bookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with the title? Can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? And can Kentucky get back to the final four? Hopefully, P.J. Washington's injury isn't terrible. If you know the answers, or even if you don't, MyBookie is the place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. MyBookie has been in business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business, and the best part is they pay out fast when you win talking 48 hours. Bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your watcher picks cash in. Deposit with MyBookie today with promo code BLUEWIRE for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. With MyBookie, you play, you win, and you get paid.
0: All right, so back Brandon Clark, Gonzaga. Yeah, I think the question with Brandon Clark is like if you're the Bulls, would I like Brandon Clark, I think Brandon Clark's been the second best player in college basketball this year. Uh but I just don't know if I would take him that high if I'm the Bulls, uh given I think he's got a lot of question marks. Uh you know, with the size, we we need to get measurements on him, but like I think he's got some Taj Gibson energy to him, which which is definitely uh you know, could could be a great type of player to get in this draft if you're not uh, getting Zion Williamson. But I don't know, man. I'm not sold on Brandon Clark as a Bulls pick. Yeah, honestly, I I do not know
1: enough about him. I feel like I have seen that, like I feel like the the advanced stats. I feel like he's an advanced stats. Yeah, so I'll like, talk about. just like, give like so a general? Clark
0: is like, one of just the best. On him. Quick twitch athletes I've seen in a while. He is razor sharp focused. Uh, He's a great shot blocker. He's about 6'8", 215 pounds. So my questions with him are like, and then offensively shooting like 70% from the field uh, this year at Gonzaga. So uh, Clark, you know, the selling point on him is that he could theoretically guard four, maybe five positions at the NBA level. He's a really good defensive player. Super bouncy, really smart, really competitive, really focused. He's never going to make a mental error. Offensively, he had a totally broke-ass jump shot when he was at San Jose State. He transferred from San Jose State, set out last season. Uh, is that Gonzaga this year? Put himself on the map in a game against Duke at the Maui Invitational in the title game of that tournament. He had six blocks. He he was maybe the best player on the floor. Zion included.
2: He should have been credited with like fourteen. Uh, yeah, blocks he was in that all game, over the though. court
0: in that game. I, I do wonder though. I don't like. I don't really think Brandon Clark would be a great choice for the Bulls just because I don't really see how he slots into this front court. Yeah. And offensively, he, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be the energy yeah. big. Is yeah, what like I being. like him at like. 14 in a trade down or even like 11 in a trade down. Honestly, the, the thing
2: with him, if you look at him, like kind of a Sean Marion type, I think that's what his ceiling is where he's just, he's just good. He's good at everything. And if he shoots at all, be, the thing with him, with the, with his age, I'm not worried about that. People are worried because he's going to be 23 by the time the season starts. A he's in a weird spot in his development curve. Like he's not had the normal development curve of a 23 year old. Uh, he's, I mean, he grew – he was a point guard in high school. He grew to 6'8", and he had to figure out how to play. And then the other thing is I know what he is. I know he's good. So by the time he hits his second contract, he's not going to get overpaid. He's not going to get like a Wiggins contract. He's going to get a good deal when he's like 28, a very team-friendly deal. You know what he's going to be. Um. So like it, it's – honestly, his value is probably higher than a guy like, I don't know, like Kevin Porter or someone, someone who's like 19 because you know like you're pretty sure he's going to be play winning basketball like, and like he's also some of the most absurd blocks if, if Zion wasn't in this draft he'd be like he's by far he's the second an best athlete
0: insane athlete he's the type of guy who could do windmill 360s without wearing a pair of shoes uh yeah I
2: yeah, he, he's basically he's basically power Yeah, agree, I, I kind of
0: get some Taj Gibson vibes from him. I want to see what he measures <laughs> at. I think Gibson was a seven two or seven three wingspan guy. We don't really have a yeah. Uh, no, I don't yeah, know we, what his yeah, measurements really are. Measure on him, but
2: uh, but his vertical kind of
0: adds to it. He's also low key skinny, which I think could – yeah he would get, big get swallowed by Embiid. I mean, so like I don't really see him as a five. Yeah. But then again, how many M beads are there? So,
2: well, the, the most obvious yeah. statistical comparison for him in the last few years is Jordan Bell. But he's faster than Jordan Bell, and probably smarter and more skilled. Yeah. He, if a little he's, smaller, he's a
0: superior prospect than, than Jordan Bell, Bell. Uh, who's still going to be good. And
2: we both we yeah. both loved Jordan Bell. So,
0: but you were taking Jordan um, Bell four overall. He's
2: saying. got. He, he has. He has. <laughs> he has. Um. He's really good touch, Clark does, like on floaters, little like in the lane, little spin move. He has got his he's got the dominant spin move, like in transition, and uh like just bursting through past past big men in the paint. He's got a little spin move, he's got a nice touch. Um he also has I think him being small actually helps him sometimes I put the ball on the floor, like he faces up and he'll just slip between people and get to the rim really and can dunk. Well he will dunk those when he gets to them. And like, so I, I think he's going to be like a really efficient 13 a game guy who rebounds well, blocks a lot of shots, doesn't make makes good decisions, and just helps. Yeah. He will make every team he's on better. I love playing. Uh,
0: that's why he's. Good. Um,
2: I figured. Go, we could go for oh, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say we could just move down the rest of the the brackets real quick because Duke is by far like from a uh, scouting standpoint the most interesting team. Gonzaga is probably second, but I'm not really big on any of their other guys.
1: I said, do you like I, Rui? I wish uh, I, liked what Rui. You, he, I like Rui. Isn't
2: I like Rui the person. He rules. But the way he plays.
1: So He plays like the Bryce Parker. I've seen a couple like, games.
2: But... He'll get he's to the scary. basket sometimes. He's good. Like if you. Get him sh- a pass over the top, he can dunk and score in the paint. But he loves like dribbling into 17 footers no, with no one on it. Totally. Because he thinks that's would a good have shot been a top He five can't play
0: to... Seven years ago. Like the Thomas Robinson, Memorial, oh, yeah. top five pick. That would have been really Hakamura. He just doesn't know. He's not a. Well. Yeah.
1: Jabari. He said number two pick. <laughs> and he lost Mercer. Jabari was really good in college, so I'll give him that much.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Rui is. I don't know. He he's a guy. When people will turn in the last five minutes of a college game and see him score like six points, and be like, "God, oh, that guy's a star." He's he's from another player. country and he has a seven three wingspan. He must be good. There, I saw. I've seen Giannis Compton.
0: It's like, I what what are you watching? Uh, yeah, I don't that's understand. not even close. Because Rui actually, I would say his best attribute is he's a really good mid range shooter. <laughs> He is pretty good touch. Yeah. Uh, he he his feel for the game is just totally underdeveloped though. Yeah,
2: he's one of the worst passers in the like he can't, can't play defensively. Up. He
0: couldn't stay on the floor against freaking Clay, uh earlier this year. Yeah,
2: people people think that he was a good defender because he blocked RJ a couple times, and it's like RJ drove directly into his chest and just threw up garbage, and it's like of course he can block that. I could block that if I was six eight. Come on. Uh. I want to just talk know, about the bracket. I, I do like Rui like, as a guy, though. He's he's had a wonderful story, and he seems like a... I, I, like, I hope he makes a lot of money in the NBA and has a decent career, but I'm not taking him in the first round. At least not the f- top 20, for sure. Yeah. He's just not very good at basketball.
0: I totally agree. Uh, I want to know your final four, Brian. Uh Well, I have multiple brackets, but the
2: one I did uh, at work... The one, I, the one I'm taking seriously, the one I did at work, I had Duke Gonzaga... I think Carolina and – might have been Tennessee. It might have been Tennessee. But
1: that's, who I, that's who I have. I feel good. I don't know. Like I said, I've not paid most college basketball Because
2: it's, it's – let's, let's just do this by, by region because we'll talk about guys in the west and or the east, and then I can talk about who I had in my, my, my sweet 16 spots. So North Dakota State doesn't have anybody. VCU uh, got some good college players. They don't have any prospects. UCF has Taco Fall who will probably get like a training camp invite. He's 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 seven six and for his career he's made he's blocked like forty more shots than he's missed, which is wild. Every every year he's blocked more shots than he's missed, which is crazy. But like he's pretty good for a seven six guy, but like it's just not a kind of guy who makes the NBA anymore. But he'll probably get like a camp invite.
0: I had him uh, UCF's best player on my top fifty list, I, was getting a lot of hate, but he's UCF's best player. I know he's not their best score, yeah. but he's their best player.
2: He's the best player. If they win, if they could beat Duke, if they get to Duke, if, if they have any chance of beating Duke, it's gonna be because Taco Fall goes
0: crazy. Exactly. But
2: uh Mississippi State, I'm not a big Quinary Weatherspoon guy, I don't think he's very good. Holman's like for
0: yeah,
2: Holman will be he will be a, an undrafted guy, I think. Like the Rockets might look at him. Can shoot, he can block shots. He's a little old, but I mean that's undrafted guys.
0: What about Reggie Perry? Like, Reggie Perry's been a little bit of a he, disappointment to me. I like yeah, he's not, he's
2: not for this year. He's not for this year. Like same for Woodard, uh, Lamar Peters is probably not this year, but hey, they're back in the tournament. That's good for them. They haven't been They've in the
0: tournament a- forever.
2: Yeah, they. I, I don't think they should be a five seed, but they're not bad. Uh, Liberty's got Scotty James, who will probably be a G-, a G League guy. He's like six eight, can shoot, kind of. Uh, Virginia Tech's got Nikhil Alexander Walker, Shea's cousin. He will be a first oh, round yeah. pick for sure. I'm not sure where. I, I he's one of the guys. I like him. I never know. I never know where to slot him. He let's see, just ESPN mock has him at twenty one. I'd I feel probably like take it higher. I'd at probably other, take him higher at than that. much
1: higher. I think I think the CD had him in the teens because th- he's a good sure.
2: offensive player. Like he's shown a little more playmaking chops with Justin Robinson now. Justin Robinson's a two way guy, actually. By the way, They're their point guard, and then I don't. Who else? Like they have a bunch of shooters, but I don't really know if any of them are NBA guys. Blackshear could be next year.
0: Blackshear had uh, so much fun. Carrie Blackshear, Virginia's uh, big yeah. man, because. There just aren't a lot of players like him anymore. Like he's just like a beast in the low post. Who, if you can like run the offense through a classic post up guy, that's Kerry Black. Kind of fun to watch. So uh, just the Alexander Walker, Virginia Tech,
1: whatever. Uh, has a 16 to the yeah. distance in his
2: so I'm just worried he's got a lot of Shea's strengths. Like they they obviously have played together a lot. They have a lot of similar habits, but he's not nearly the like physical freak and like doesn't have that level of coordination so like he'll he'll be a rotation player in the nba though he'll be solid Great I think. third
0: guard i think p- potential yeah for I mean, him because he could run spot point guard yeah minutes and defend multiple positions and he's a good shooter his thing is that he's a limited athlete he might give you some denzel valentine vibes
2: yeah he's i mean he's a little bit i think he's a little bit quicker yeah um St. Louis doesn't really have – they have a lot of G League guys to so me. Cartier Gordon is man, one day. Well, he yeah, he's at DePaul now.
0: Oh, that's right. Wait, that's not who I'm thinking of. They got a guy who I like. I can't believe I said Cartier Gordon on here. <laughs> Anyways, continue, he's, Brian. We don't need to talk about this. Yeah. I you know, like Javon – or Hassan French they
2: yeah, I like Hassan French. He's all right. Um. All right, so Maryland. Are you a Bruno Fernando guy? I don't know if I am.
0: I would take him late, but I wouldn't take him in the lot. Yeah. If you could get him I, – like, I would probably take Gafford over him from Arkansas, Daniel Gafford.
2: I might. I don't know. Uh, you, you talked about how Rui would be a top five pick. Uh, Bruno was the, the guy in this draft who, if he was picked in, like, 2003, would go top three. Yeah,
0: totally. <laughs> he's a he good looks, athlete. He's huge. He looks like – He's, he like, cut out of goddamn granite. Yeah. He's he just doesn't do a
2: lot, but he's effective. He's
1: at twenty two on Vicini's mock, thirty in at ESPN. Late seems yeah. right based on what
2: you guys are saying.
1: Late he for wouldn't be I'm the
0: sure. first draft.
2: No. Um I'm not sure Stick Smith will ever actually make the NBA. I wish he could because his name is Stick Smith. But there's a reason his nickname is Sticks. <laughs> he has the smallest legs. He has Tyson Chandler legs, but smaller. That's what Nick. That's what
1: Nick Smith, old Illinois guy's should name should have been. Fucking big, giant white man who was. That won't be like the
2: last yeah, name Smith reference seven, to This three. podcast,
0: I promise you that.
2: not. Um, Belmont. <laughs> I like Windler. Windler will make a roster. I I don't know if I draft him. He was disappointing. He could shoot, I thought,
0: in the playing game. He still had bunch boards
2: Nick, in that game, but his offense. Nick, great. Nick 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 was not disappointing in the playing game.
0: Was
2: great. He's a future guy. Like he, he could get drafted in two or three years. Um. So let's see LSU. This question is now: Does Tremont leave? That's the question. Does Tremont Waters leave now? But with this Will Wade nonsense, or because Nas probably will. I imagine Nas is always going to, and I'm out on him, Nas Reed, because he he's like he's Marie Spates. <laughs> he looks great, like. Sizing people up and shooting sixteen footers, and we'll get some good putbacks because he's strong. But he can't like actually pass or play defense, or he's not even that good of a rebounder. Um, I kind of like Skyler Mays on that team. Yeah, Skyler Mays is good. Uh, like, Marlon Taylor is him. fun. He just can't. He's not really a player. Emmett, I don't, he's not going to play it. He just needs to play more. And then like Bigby Williams could be a D league guy, and uh, I don't know who else. Tremont Waters though is is probably the closest thing to Chris Paul in. College basketball because he's five foot ten, but like weirdly strong and absurdly fast, and just likes to break people down off the dribble. And he's fun; he's a fun player. I thought he should come out last year. He was like budget Trey for a lot of last year, where he would just hit these absurd shots yeah. late in games to beat them.
0: His percentages, I feel like, don't do his shooting ability justice. Yeah,
2: because he takes bad shots. Uh, them LSU and Yale is a weird matchup because Yale actually has two, at least pro prospects. Because like I, I'm a big Jordan Bruner is really good. I'm a big fan of his. Um, he's one of I think there's six guys in this in this tournament who have like 15 assists. It, yeah, it was it, yes, it was 15 assists percentage, five block, and I think two steal. It was like him Zion. Uh, oh God, I can't remember the other guys. I think. I think, Cap- no, Cabangeli wasn't one of them. Cabangeli was a different one. But there's like a very small... Oh, uh, Cheatham was on, Zillin Cheatham. Uh, yeah, it's just like, Br- Bruner's a weird guy. Mie Aione will probably get drafted. I'm not sure if he's good. He's big. He looks like a, a basketball player, but...
0: He got a scholarship offer uh, from I mean, Yale without anyone actually seeing him play basketball. They just looked at him. That he was right. injured. They looked at him in an AAU game, and they're like, hey, man, can you get him to yeah. Yale? <laughs> ESPN.
2: Yeah, he'll, to Utah, he'll get drafted 51. or at least get some kind of thing. I'm just not sure if he's actually good. He just looks he looks the part, which second round pick, whatever. Uh, Louisville, I don't think Louisville has any guys this year. Jordan Norris is really good. Dwayne Sutton's really good too. But uh, And of course, Malik Williams, my boy. Uh, he's from here. He's from Fort Wayne. Uh, he's not, but those guys, I don't think any of those guys are this year. Minnesota, Jordan, I mean, Jordan Murphy's a, the most G League guy imaginable. Um, uh, and then probably. Michigan State, yeah, their coffee's all right, but I don't think they have like any real prospects. You should go out of your way to watch if you're not really into the tournament. Michigan State's weird because like, why is Xavier Tillman not like a there's guy? So much why is he not getting
0: Nick Ward? So much better.
2: He's so he's so good. He's really good at basketball, and he's not. They're not even like he, there's like nothing about. Him. There's no draft buzz around him at all. There's a chance. I was talking about somebody with this. There's a chance next year he's the best player in college basketball. Yeah, he's a,
0: he's he's a getting, BPM like, superstar. He's, I think he might be third in the country in BPM right now. I think he is, yeah. Uh,
2: and then like Cassius, they could both come back next year and just be just as good. Cassius Winston's awesome. He's probably just the backup winger in the NBA, I mean, but he's Nody awesome.
0: Farrell's an NBA player, Cassius Winston could be an NBA player. Yeah. He was, I think was so. Was he Big
1: Ten Player of the Year? I think. Yes, yes. I, it was,
0: yeah. I, he, was, he was. terrible
1: against Illinois. Like I don't know how Illinois won that I mean, game. Probably he had like ten turnovers and was absolutely awful. Half a I, foot I know he. Yes, I, um, I do. There's like, a lot of future seen, guys that really could be good. interesting. One, Thomas
2: Kithier, Marcus yeah. Bingham, Gabe Brown, Aaron Henry. Lots of guys. This just got. They have so many. Like they lost Kyle Aaron's and it doesn't even matter. They still have like eight other guys. Um, and they lost Josh Langford, which helps them because he's not good. Um, he's he's a bad player. So yeah, those are those are the guys in that region. Uh, my Sweet 16 was I think Duke, Virginia Tech, Belmont, and Michigan State. Those are my ones I had for that. I think Belmont's going to beat Maryland. Now they could lose by 30, but I think they're going to beat them. That seems
1: to be a pretty. I they're, trendy, trendy, they're good. Upset, they, they got, good. They got they got an
2: at large yeah. bid, in, in and yeah. in, are they? In the Ohio Valley Conference. Yeah, that is. They're 27 is and five. Impressive. Like they're they're good. They're a good team. They even lose. They lost to Green Bay. They lost to Purdue by 11. They lost to Jacksonville State twice. And then they lost to Murray State in the title game.
1: Um, So,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Who who do you have in that?
2: Duke's
0: probably going to win.
2: Michigan State. But Michigan State. I feel like they just have enough guys. They have so many more guys is, than it does. That they to could. me,
0: the easiest region by far. LSU is a three-seed I think is super vulnerable right now, given what's up with Will Wade. Yeah, they may not
2: win the first round. Uh,
0: I think Michigan State's the weakest of the two seeds. I would take all the two seeds over them, even though their resume is pretty impressive. They beat Michigan's ass three times in a row. But I would still take Michigan it, it did that because, because
2: Tillman, Tillman is the perfect guy to play against John T- Like He neutralizes yeah. Teske in a way that like no one else in the country could. Because he's not weaker than John Teske, which is kind of
0: the Duke's toughest problem. game is going to be Virginia Tech um, in the Sweet Sixteen in that region. Yeah, I, I see that. Especially Robinson's back. I still I think mean, that is a potential Duke. They're the prohibitive. Duke thing. could lose that game. They could.
2: They're the prohibitive. They're the prohibitive they're
0: favorite. So,
1: yeah. They're obviously, just, their talent is so good, but I know they're, don't they have a, oh, they're they one of the worst shooting, team, shooting they, teams. I think they're the, the best like, transition like, team, they're and they're it? one of the best yeah. defensive teams. So, Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess just if they like are really broke from three and the other team goes wild, I mean, I guess that's... I mean, the, and, the, and that's, that's what Virginia does.
2: So. The the Virginia Tech yeah. plays five out yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, but Duke's probably going to win that one. The West, West uh, the Gonzaga. We talked about that a little bit. Far,
0: all my squads are in the West. I, I could have d- picked five teams in this region to make the Final Four. Uh,
2: just briefly, I want to mention uh, Killian Tilly and Josh Perkins. Though I think they're both pros. Perkins will almost certainly be a two-way guy, but he's he's just good. He's a good point guard. Tilly yeah, was he's one who was hurt most he's, this year. He right? probably should be a I top 22. Tilly pick was the, the best
0: talent-wise. player and best prospect on Gonzaga coming into the season. And now he's not even first team Gonzaga because he's got Clark yeah. and Rui over him. Even though I. How about them benching Rui for Tilly late in games in the tournament? If Mark Few has balls, he'll do that, I think. If Tilly looks, looks good.
2: Yeah, if he plays well. I'm not sure if they should even play Zach Norvell late in games because he'll just take the worst shots imaginable. <laughs> three, Zach, right? well, yeah, Zach Norvell's guy. whole thing is that he, thinks, he thinks he's Bradley Beal and he's not Bradley Beal. Uh, he was Bradley Beal today. Syracuse, um, nice. um, they never really have prospects. I'm not a Tyus battle guy. Brissett is one of the worst Ryan offensive Hughes players kind of in the country. Imagine he might be okay. next. Yeah, he might be a guy next year. Um. Yeah, he's okay. Kid. Isn't that his son he's on the okay, team? Basketball. He's okay. Is he's he's okay, not an NBA probably? prospect, but he's not a bad basketball <laughs> player. Um, Baylor doesn't really have anybody. They would have Tristan Clark. Tr- I actually like him a, a lot, beast. but Mackay um, yeah, yeah, Mason. I do like. They do have Mark Vital, uh, their six foot five center, who's one of the best offensive rebounders in the country. He's fun, but he's not like an NBA prospect. The um, Marquette Murray State is one of the most interesting matchups because like. Who are, yeah, be- who will guard, Who will play defense first, Ja or, or Marcus Howard?
0: Yeah, I mean, I want to see if um, Ja can score on Ammon, or however you pronounce that dude's name, because that guy's... Yeah, it's Clark. He's a good yeah. defensive player, so that's definitely the number one game NBA fans who don't really care about college basketball are going to want to watch. Marquette versus Murray State is going to be super fun. That's Thursday at like 3.30, I think. That game's going to roll. Yeah.
2: Um... Yeah, and then you can see the Housers, who probably aren't NBA players, but boy, they can shoot. They're both. There's just a couple of Sam Deckers, a couple of Sam's Decker. <laughs> um, yeah, mercat has got a bunch. Of other good. Murray State has some good, uh, two other good players, but they're not NBA guys. Uh, Florida State, Vermont is actually kind of an interesting one because uh, Anthony Lamb is a tank. He's a budget Grant winner. I put I love with him more
0: perimeter game than and, Williams uh, too. I put him. Re- he was top, top thirty in my. Uh, 50 best players in the NCAA tournament list, which you can find yeah, that I saw that. at espnation.com <laughs> I
2: think he's going to have to play against maybe the, the single deepest team in the tournament. Like, Florida State's just got so many Florida State so is such a players. weird team,
0: dude. I swear that they don't even have guys in positions. Like, everyone just, like, plays in flow. Yeah. The entire team is, like, between 6'5 and 6'9, and they can all bench press 225 pounds, like, 20 times. It's just a bunch of old, jacked guys who don't have positions. They'll like bring their 11th man off the bench to hit the game-winning shot. This is truly really the strangest all freaking me. team in all of college basketball. Is Florida State, they went to the Elite Eight last year. If they weren't in the West this year, where they'd potentially have to play Gonzaga in the Sweet 16, I'd be tempted to put them there again, but uh, that will be a tough game for Gonzaga. Florida State's going to be... Real
2: I think the only real prospect this year is if Fiondo Capengali decides to leave, but I'm not really Funda sure where he'd go. He's kind of a weird Capengali,
0: who only but oh, he's only good at offense. He just wants to jack three. <laughs> he's, he could shoot Even more interesting <laughs> and dunk.
2: He loves dunking, and he has some of the best. Ba- he has some just absolutely destructive dunks on people, especially transition. He he runs pretty well. He's like 240 ish. He's pretty big. He runs, a little, he runs a little weird. He has like a weird, kind of like a Miles Turner gait, but that's actually not a, like if Miles Turner couldn't block shots, he's getting better at it, but he had a pretty bad block percentage for most of the year. Um, he's still a guy. But let's see, Buffalo, it'll be on see, Buffalo, dude, Arizona State. Buffalo doesn't really have, they don't really have any NBA guys, but
0: they're just Nate good. Oates they're is really good. arguably one of the most slept down coaches in the
2: I would say he's probably just think he's probably the third best coach in this tournament because like line is great and Jay Wright
0: is great, obviously. Yeah. Nate Oates is and smart. like Oates.
2: Oh, it's amazing. mate am I c I'm 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 gonna be shocked if he doesn't get you saying. I wonder if he was like, an MBA guy. Give
0: me Nate Oates as an NBA guy. Do it. Do it. Bulls hire Nate Oates. He's great. Got, yeah, hire definitely. No doubt. I would you, Do hire you hire him over Oates Jimbo? Jimbo? Bowls coach. <laughs> Let me see about you <laughs>
2: Cause they've got like CJ Massenburg is a tank. Javon Graves is good. Those, the other They have a couple other guards. Jeremy Harris is a good, good player. Dante Carruthers is a great defender. Uh, Nick Perkins is like kind of the same idea as Kevin Gelly. He comes off the bench and just shoots 20 times and then goes back off the bench. Um, he's like six, eight He's a weird, big dude. They're fun. They're they, I have them in the sweet 16. Um, they have to get past Texas tech. I think they can, they can shoot. Cause like if, fucking west virginia can be texas tech i think buffalo can be texas tech
0: yeah i kind of like texas um, tech but it's gonna have to be the call of a show and but that came yeah like,
2: yeah i mean i, I love to that come player.
0: down to the like who's controlling the pace yeah. i think
2: yeah because buffalo is a very high-paced team there's high octane they're one of the most enjoyable teams in this tournament like, aesthetically
0: dude. i wanted to pick buffalo to go to the final four but couldn't in this region the west is too loaded
2: I had on the one bracket I had them beating Michigan. I think they could yeah. conceivably, but yeah, they would they would get destroyed by Gonzaga. They would get trounced, I think. Um Arizona State, I mean they have Dort. Dort might not be good. He's good at defense. He's got a cool name. Lou Dort. Uh yeah, he just can't finish. Like he can't he doesn't have the fluidity or the, the touch to finish. Uh Zion Cheatham is probably a two way guy. He's fun. And then yeah, Texas Tech, we talked about Culver, that's the only guy they have. Nevada and Florida is kind of an interesting one. Cause they have uh they have a sort of six seven point guard, and he is a good he's a good point guard, Cody Martin. And then his twin is their, their designated scorer. Yeah.
1: It it's past, basically the
2: same right? team with a couple transfers. They're the I think they're the oldest team. They have all of their top like seven guys are either seniors, they're way more seniors. talented than
0: the seven seed. Or graduate. They're also, like, they're also just annoying. I, I'm I extremely annoying. <laughs> I hope that they get pounded. I would love to see them. go back. <laughs> Yeah. I
2: think I think Florida could beat them. Florida is playing pretty well. And Florida has uh Keontae Johnson who rules. Keontae is awesome. He's a six five point power forward. It's the best kind of player. And then they Cavarius uh, Hayes is a is a monster defender. Namberhardt is pretty good. Uh Jalen like Hudson's had an last, awful yeah. year, but he can still score. Yeah, he should have come out. And then you know, they got like Kevon Allen's pretty good. They got some other guys. Like they're, they're fairly deep. They, they have a decent coach. Like they could they could go win a couple games in this. i mean, they're not going to be
0: Michigan, obviously.
2: Michigan is a, is who's their best prospect? Because I hear people are. Yeah, this. I mean,
0: I put Brad. I put uh, I'm sorry, Simpson and Teske is Deke. their two best players on my top fifty list. I would yeah. probably say Brad Dakus is their best player brazdakis i think could be a f- national phenomenon just given the fact that he looks like the bad guy from the karate kid that he has a snake <laughs> tattoo on his forearm that he likes to point at after he hits a big shot uh iggy brazdakis could be a stud in march madness he's basically their de facto mo wagner replacement they bring back most of those guys from last year I would say Brasdakis is probably their best prospect, though I don't love him. To me, they're a great college team because they have terrific balance. Uh, they have a great defensive point guard, great defensive center, three wings who can score. One of them, Charles Matthews, might be the best defensive wing in the country as well. Uh, so I like They go cold. He just, he just like they Marcus go cold with their, with their offense yeah. too often, though. It never happens to a D-line team.
2: They don't have – they don't have enough spot up shooters. Like Brad Davis is okay at it, and then like Jordan Poole is a good is a good shooter sometimes. Um, honestly, you know who their best long term prospect might be it, it's. Livers. I was gonna go with
0: DeJulius. I like DeJulius, you... though. I think. DeJulius oh is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, he's got some juice to him next year. Small for the NBA probably, um, but he's gonna be a hell of a college player. David DeJulius, yeah. point guard.
2: Um, I mean Brandon Johns has actually been all right. I thought he was bad, but. He's been okay. But, like, Livers is probably the guy I, I wouldn't be surprised who declared from that team. Like, Bryce is is probably gone, I would imagine. Because I think he'll be a first rounder and he'll probably just end up being. I actually have been knocking him to the Sixers a lot because they just need, like, anyone. Can you come off the bench and, and score or do something? Can you do anything at an NBA level? Come play in Philadelphia. Um, and he's got good. He's a good finisher. But, yeah, Livers, they're an extremely good college basketball team who. That should be interesting. So I had, um, I had Gonzaga, Florida State, Buffalo, and Michigan as the yeah, two sixteen from that region. You could interchange Texas Tech. I'm just Texas Tech is off. Their offense is just it's anemic. It's so bad so often.
0: It's going to be interesting to see it outside of the Big Twelve, uh, though, because I felt like they were kind of cooking pre Big Twelve. And then the Big Twelve, like you yeah, play everyone did. twice. Those coaches all know each other like the back of their hand. So,
2: how many? How many tournament? I think Abilene Christian might have been the eight, only tournament team they played. Oh yeah, three. they did play weeks late. <laughs> 24% like a week slate.
0: percent. Culver shooting like three point yeah, for a, a while. Dip too. Didn't
2: um, he has weird. He has a weird release. Weird I don't shots, like his man. release, but it's also
0: like he is, Yeah, he, yeah. I don't like it either. It's like he's shooting a beach ball.
2: Um, I'm looking here real quick. Let's like They played Memphis. They didn't make it. Yeah, Abilene Christian. No, they played Duke. Obviously, yeah, it was a good it was a good game actually. Uh, yeah, I think that's the only thing. I remember watching that game. It was Culver? Yeah, he was great. He was I feel great. In like that he game. had
1: pretty huge numbers in that game.
2: The actual comparison. I mean, yeah. he's not the explosive guy, but the the physically, he kind of looks like Jimmy Butler. He's just not. He doesn't have the the strength to power like off the floor. Right? But um, I think that actually could be like his his ceiling offensively. It's just like a that that last year when Jimmy was the point guard, what you know there wasn't. That could be what he is. Uh, yeah. Let's see Midwest real quick. North Carolina, uh, Kobe is the best guy off to the NBA at this point, right? Like there can't be anyone who still thinks this year Little is like an elite. I was going to say, well,
1: what was
2: he? Nas Little was be what before, like a four, had him like one.
1: after like the Duke guys, he was like. Four, what? After, like
2: Really, like uh, what happened? There? He can't dribble so quick, and he's not yeah, that good of a shooter, that, yeah. and he just uh, can't he
0: no feel for the game, which is yeah. it's kind of sad <laughs> he because he switched too. on to Zion in the last possession of their ACC tournament semifinal game. Zion had him one on one, and that was some of the best individual defense I've seen anyone play against Zion all year. Little stops him on the initial shot attempt. Zion gets the O board over like three guys and puts it in, but. I want to say yeah. that I still have a sliver of belief in Nazir Little in a more refined MBA role. Is like an energy guy who I really think he has high defensive potential. There's not a lot of players in this class that I think yeah. are as versatile defensively as he is.
2: He's not good at it right now. Is the problem? Yeah, I mean, what would it be like? Maybe Gerald Rollis, like Roberson, but of? he's not
0: that good. But. I mean real law is no, exactly. right? a There's a obvious 25
2: and 5. There's, there's a there's a much more obvious Roberson Robertson comp, comparison later. Um yeah, and then other than that, they're a very good team. I, I like Garrison Brooks as well, or Tyball. Um yeah. He's smaller, but um yeah, the rest of the guys, like Luke is not an a big player. Uh
1: I guess back to, Kobe, like, ESPN has Kobe at 11. I think Vassini has him high, too. Like, would you guys think about taking, yeah, him, like, yeah, top if, 10 if, if he has I like don't a huge I just don't or, think I he's, mean, like,
2: he doesn't really run an offense. He's a scorer, and he has short arms. That that, that really hurts him. Yeah. Like, you don't need to have long arms, but I feel like if you're going to be a two-way guy, I mean, it hurts the steel percentage. He's percent going to have to be a
0: knockdown pull-up shooter. That's where he could... Yeah, he's
2: going to have to be a monster. Yeah.
0: And also, I, I think he's 6'5 really measuring the buckets. top of his hair. He's probably like 6'3. Yeah, and his uh, lack of length downplays his size too. He and basically he doesn't have has a lot of strength. strength. I like Kobe. He's so much fun to watch, though, man. It's like, basically, yeah, them putting awesome him at point guard over Joel Berry last year, he's put his own spin on the position whereas Berry is more of like a true facilitator. Kobe is just like, I'm going to come out and just. Put buckets on your head, which is it just takes this Carolina team to a different level. His aggressiveness, I think that they go as far as
2: I think they're the only team, they're the only team in the tournament that's top 10 offensive and defensive efficiency. I think
0: Virginia's top five, they they have
2: a real shot. Like, okay, yeah, I forgot about Virginia. I always forget about Virginia. Oh, the other guy, the MMA guy. I think Cam Johnson's an MMA player. Like if Justin Jackson, if Justin Jackson got drafted, Justin mean, aren't aren't that He's similar? I don't
0: think because Johnson's an insane shooter. Uh, I threw out Admiral yeah, Schofield versus one of Cam best. Johnson on a Twitter poll, and I was like, like literally, there's gonna be 50 people who vote in this poll. Like no one knows who these guys are. It was exactly 50 50 between the two of them. Like, who would you take? I would take. It Cameron, shouldn't be, but it I
2: would take Cam easily, yeah. He's four inches tall. And Schofield does not play very powerfully. We can talk about him in a minute. Um, yeah, UNC's cool. fun. They've got maybe my least favorite player in college basketball, Seventh Woods, but he doesn't play that much. Seventh so. cool. Woods. Mitchell yeah. Legend. Wasn't that, that dude, a great recruit? Wasn't Michael that a great recruit-, recruit? Yeah, uh, he's bad. He's like a terrible player. they um, like Brandon Robinson's okay, and uh, like I said, like Garrison Brooks dads, are kind of like him. They're they don't starting to
0: fight. I think Luke Mason weak
2: Yeah, Kenny Williams. Kenny Williams is solid.
0: Yeah, but he he's, he's shooting like shit this um, year. But
2: okay. yes.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Utah State Washington's probably my favorite first round matchup. Uh, I'm mad that they're playing each other honestly because I want to see Sam them Merrill play better teams. Thibial. Yeah, I Utah State is the team I wanted them to get matched up on like Iowa or like. Mississippi State or some other like mediocre power team and just completely disintegrate them, but that's not gonna happen now, sadly. Um because yeah, Merrill Merrill is a monster. He's really old, but he's really good. And then <sighs> Keda is one of my favorite players in the country. I love Demias Keda. Um he's he had a weird so he he was like a bad FIBA player, apparently. Like all the people I know have seen him said he was he just looked like he didn't know what he was doing. And then he went to Utah State and became probably the best rim protector in college basketball. He's just um he's terrific. He's got good feet, he moves his body really well. He's really, really good at like getting physical and, and playing physical. He looks cool. <laughs> he has like a really cool look. Um and he has like some passing ability and can maybe shoot he can shoot like seventeenth voters, good foul shooter. He's going to be a real guy to look at like next year. If he gets better, he'll probably be an NBA, probably a draft pick. And then they've got a bunch of other guys. that are pretty deep for that team in that era. And then yeah, like Washington is his Thiebel. Like that's all they are. And he's he's it's honestly part of it is the zone. He just set the all time the Pac twelve steals record. He beat Gary Payton's record. Think about that. <laughs> He had more steals in college than Gary Payton. He also, he's improved a lot. He's five ish, 6'5", like 190. He's a good rebounder. He shoots like 38% on the threes, and he has, I don't know, I can't remember his exact numbers, but his steal and block percentages, he's the only guy in the history of in college basketball to have a six-rebound, six-steal, and six-block percentage for his career. I'm going to get his per 40s really quick. It's uh yeah, four point four steals and two point eight blocks per forty, which is just ridiculous. He might be the only guy in, in college basketball with a with seventy steals, seventy steals and seventy blocks, seventy steals, seventy assists this season. Like I said he's, I uh, was down to thirty one. It was it was, was thirty six for his career is three point shooting. He's he could shoot two. Points. He's seventy eight percent three point shooting. He's a seventy eight seventy eighth in the line. He'll be fine. Oh, that's not that bad. He's yeah, awesome. Bad. He like I wish I kind of hope they play Carolina. Like I love Utah State. But if they play Carolina, it's gonna be fun watching him guard four positions at the same time somehow. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, move, we'll, move, we'll move on real quick to the rest of this this bracket. So <laughs> Auburn nice. uh is Tumi O'Keehe and, and Mclemore. Anthony yeah. Mclemore. Those are like their actual prospects, but they have a good backcourt. Bryce Brown could maybe make the NBA. They have a good backcourt, Jared Harper. They've got Austin Wiley, who was uh, supposed to be a big pick, but people forgot that it's not 2002. Yeah, It's not 2002, so you I don't want a f- fucking seven foot, 270 pound guy is. who can't do anything. <laughs> like that's not that's not an actual prospect anymore. Oh, Kiki is fun because he um that's he nice. has like Robert Covington equity. Like he's a really good defender who could probably shoot pretty well. I would take him like top 25, honestly, because he's still a sophomore. And then um. Like, Macklemore's. Somebody described Anthony Macklemore as what if Mitchell Robinson was six foot seven, and that's basically what he is. Where he'll block jumpers and hit vicious dunks. <clears throat> Doesn't do much else, but he's fun. Mitchell Robinson as well.
1: What's up, with K- What's up with Kansas? Kansas was down they, here. This was like the first. Sucked. Like, Quentin Grimes time is bad. In what, like that's 13, what happened. 12, 13 years, the
2: Quentin Big Grimes Big is Bowl. bad, but and then a bookie. Got hurt and was out. <laughs> Dietrich Lawson's been good. Honestly, their only real prospect to me is, is Oshai Ab- Abaji. I actually really like him. I think he could be really good next
0: year. I think we'll, um, people are sleeping a little bit on Lawson. Lawson's had a monster year for him.
2: He's a monster year. I'm just not sure what kind of NBA player he really is. But yeah, he's he's a he's uh, basically Ethan Happ in the Big Twelve. I mean, he can really pass. Um, and then like Dotson, Dotson's interesting. He's maybe small. I don't know. He's not very big. But he's a good he's a good all wall defender. I wanted to real quick before New Mexico State is fun. Because they play like they play like hockey shifts. They are like 13 guys. Um I don't he's not a guy for this year, but uh I don't know if you've seen any of Trevlin' Queen Ricky. That guy's got absurd per forties. Like it was like seven it was like seven steals per forty or something, like some ridiculous number. And he just uh he can't shoot, but just in the, the championship game in their conference, he went like six for ten from three. Um, he's one of those junior. He's a he was a junior college guy who came there and is putting up just a, like they could beat Auburn because he could just go for like thirty five. Um, he's fun. Northeastern has a guy who Vasapusa might be all right. Um, the team, yeah, here's, here's the team I'm into. <laughs> You've seen Horton the Tucker 16. takes. Uh, Talon is. Yeah, I mean Ricky. Ricky's familiar with Talon also. Uh, do you know he's shooting seventy two percent at the rim this year? That's an absurd number. Um, do you know he's still shooting
0: under?
2: under forty percent from the field? <laughs> Think about that. He is. He just has bad shot selection. That's all. He can't. He takes that is outrageous. awful, awful <laughs> shots. But he's also, I mean, he's six four, two thirty five with like a seven two wingspan. He's a good passer. Probably he's a good rebounder. He blocks shots. He gets steals. He if he can like shoot average percentages he could be a monster prospect it's just he's not doing that yet so yeah. i'm not sure he, i'm not even sure he should come out i think he probably will yeah he's, he's a lottery pick in a lot of places but i feel like he's, he's definitely a project Like you just have to hope that he figures out right how now. to take shots
0: he shot. should come out he's a yeah like i think that a lot of that is yeah. just the situation he's on on this team where it's like people thought Lindell Wigginton was going to be their best player. And now he was coming off the bench for most of the year. It's not very good. Yeah. But it, like the whole team is like, they got so many guys that you kind of need to find your own yeah. way to stand out. I like Horton Tucker quite a bit. I said that he's built like a Ninja turtle. He's just like, strong <laughs> as fuck. he could play two through four, defend anything. Uh, feel for the game. I think is, is his biggest thing. As long as he plays an intuitive game, Taylor Horton Tucker out of Simeon, uh,
2: it was really funny when Illinois lost back-to-back games so to him he and, didn't and, go and to Illinois. Norvell. Yeah, they both true. had big games against them. It's like, maybe you should have recruited them. I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Classic. Well, they tried. It's uh, the Iowa State thing with Chicago
2: because George Condon went a, there, too. And it's someone, like, well, why are you getting all these on guys? Old... I don't know. Yeah, in
0: the, in the middle of that.
2: Yep, yep. Then the other guy in Iowa State, who's probably not for this year, but is maybe my favorite player in college basketball, is Tyrese Halliburton. Bad. He's somebody described him once as a caricature of Lonzo ball. Like he's maybe better than Lonzo at all the things Lonzo is good at, but also he doesn't take layups. And I think he's taking like 25 free throws on the entire year. He has a big, weird release. This is kind of a, a question, but he's a good, he's a good enough three point shooter, but he also had at one point this year, he had a 45 to one assist to turnover ratio in transition. Like he's a savant. He's a genius. Like he's one of those guys. He's just the, Somebody was talking about that. Like, how does this? How does this weak, like, 150 pounds, six five guy who can't hit layups or not a pull up shooter? How is he like one of the? He was like second in BPM among freshmen all year, and it's because he's like a freak. He's like got a weird, perfect brain for basketball, and uh, he makes he does a thing. It's it, when 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 uh, Iowa State goes cold, he does the funniest thing where he'll. He'll make a swing pass because he knows he can't make a, a skip pass right to the right guy. And he'll point to the guy he wanted to pass to so his teammates know where to go. And his teammates will just, like, no, and take, dribble into a shitty shot and miss. Usually that teammate is Wingington because he's not good. But, yeah, he's there. Mar- Mariel Shayok is probably a G League guy, but he's kind of fun. He can, he can get going. Uh, Ohio State doesn't have anybody, really. Caleb Wesson. Caleb Wesson, is, they should have made it, honestly. They're not good.
1: Yeah, they're
0: good. Luther Mohammed could be a guy in a couple of years. I think. Yeah, a couple of years. That's from what I saw, uh,
2: Houston's weird. Yeah, Do they really have a prospect? I don't know, but they're they're, uh, they're fun because they're small, but they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. Dejon Giroux is actually,
0: yeah, Sampson yep. teams yep. always defend, and then this team can play Kevin, a little bit of offense Kevin too.
2: in there, coach? Is that right? Yeah, I like Dejon Giroux. Maybe he's oh, like okay. a future NBA guy, and then they just have a bunch of like six four guys who are good at defense. They're fun. Like they're probably going to be huge run in this. They're not like Georgia State, sorry to DeMarcus Simons. They're not beating Houston. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> Wofford has Fletcher McGee, like you said. What about Wofford? All-time great shooter. I, and then Seton Hall has Miles Powell, who is a yeah, absolutely, absolutely absurd. I actually kind of like Miles Powell as an NBA guy because he's good at splitting. He's really good at splitting. So like he could be just a good pick and roll backup guard, like because you can't go you can't go under. He will shoot over you, and then he can get past people. He's got really good. He's really
0: low and moves his legs really well. Side to side. He's also a maximum Um, swagger guy. This dude's his confidence is at one hundred ten percent.
2: Well, yeah, because he was like a three hundred pound kid in high school, and then just lost all that weight, but still has like fat guy strength. Like he still power through people sometimes. He's got moments where he looks great, but um, yeah, he's there. And then Kentucky. I like PJ. I'm in PJ. What's up with his injury? He's the guy. I think he's guy. supposed
1: to play. Tyler Hero is going to go into the green room, room and he does not deserve foot, to. I believe, he's not
2: bad. I think he's playing. And then um, the guy I'm probably most different on than any than yeah, Keldon's not good. Like, what? He doesn't do anything. What is he good at? Keldon. Yeah, because he he probably will. vassini has got in has got him like, he in the probably lottery, go to the lottery. 12. But what does he what does he do? What is to he good
0: Kelvin Johnson's like a B minus at every aspect of the game.
2: Yeah, which means he which means he should be in the NBA. But I just don't know like what is he good at. Um, but okay, my teams, my final four teams in this one, or my three sixteen teams were obviously Carolina. Uh, I think I had New Mexico State on one bracket, but I think I had Auburn. I think whoever wins that game will go to the Sweet 16. And then Iowa State, then Kentucky. But I could see Houston beating
0: them too. Yeah, Iowa so, State's uh, a classic team yeah. that screws me over in my bracket every single year they got a bunch of cool guys. So, um, like, they're, they're
2: either going <laughs> yeah, to lose to Ohio State or they go they to the Sweet 16. I feel like that's the only option. I choose
0: any team seated five or lower to go to the Final Four it'd be Iowa State. I think they're the the obvious choice.
2: Um, And then we'll do this, the South real quick, Virginia. we talked about Hunter. Uh, I love Ty Jerome. I don't know. He's not, I'm not going to leave this year. I take him with the Grizzlies
0: pick in the second round from a bulls perspective.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You want a decision maker. He's probably the, be one of the best decision makers in college basketball. He's a terrific defender, despite having like, I think he's got like a minus three wingspan. He's six, four, six, five. He's got tiny arms, but he's a tremendous defender. Um he could shoot like he could be like a chamit shooter, like how good he's been this year. Just off off movement, off setbacks, just yeah. But I, I think I think I there's it's easy to see the path of I how Ty Jerome you know. is like I'm a, all a positive
0: NBA player. I'd take him in the first. I'd take him with yeah. a, in a, in the twenties for sure this year.
2: I, I definitely would, yeah. I don't know if we'll leave though. He might stay all four. Um Kyle Guy, I'm not really sure about, but um, DKT could have some upside as a future NBA guy. Jack Salt could make a roster. Like he does the things he's good at, boxes out, block shots sometimes, gets rebounds, putbacks. Um, the guy I actually really like for them, future Jay Huff. I really like Jay Huff. He's a monster. Um, he's a huge shot blocker. He he I mean, shots and uh, three threes threes and blocks. What do you want? What else do you want from backup, big man? Uh, real quick, Oklahoma sucks. Christian James is probably a G-leaguer. Go. Like, they, they've had a, they had a good year. Like, credit to them. They have – they like, all their marginal guys last I year have played much better this year. Brady Man was
0: making the tournament, and here they are as a nine seed, so.
2: Yeah, like, deservedly so. They made it in. Um, I think Ole Miss is going to absolutely obliterate them because Terrence Davis is by far the best player on on that team. Like, he's much better than everyone in Oklahoma. It's always bringing Tyree, honestly. Uh, budget Shabazz Napier – Terrence, I'm a big, I'm a big believer that Terrence Davis will be in the NBA for a long time. <laughs> he's just a tank. Um, I only really picked him up, picked up on him. Cause I always check on my boy, John Conchar's is like where he ranks steals, blocks, assists, rebounds for guards. Terrence Davis will always show up right behind him. And uh, he, somebody told me this. I actually think it's a good point. He might have the, he might be the third best athlete in the draft after Zion and Brandon Clark. Like he's a power athlete for a guard. Huge. Like, extremely powerful. Um, he's fun. They play, I think they play, yeah, they play at like noon. They play, I think they play the first game. Um, Wisconsin, like Hap maybe make it. I don't know. Oregon doesn't have anyone playing now. Like Lewis King, it's a lot of buzz because he's six foot nine, but I, find uh, him I don't think he's good. Yeah, he'll probably get, I, I would maybe take him in the second, but not a big Lewis King guy. I don't know if Dean Wade's going to play for Kansas State.
1: He's, I think they. Correct. I think he's out for the tournament. I think, or he's at least like doubtful. It sounds like
2: he's. Dean Wade of that. is a terru- He's yeah, one of the best friends. Or Bruce in the NBA. Well. But they have I other guys. Cardi Ajara could be a good long-term guy. Kamal Stokes is a backup. You know, like um, Bryce Brown's okay. Xavier Snee's not very good, but myween's okay. Like they have guys. Pretty much, I think everybody's back. Yeah.
1: They have like, the same team from last year, right? Basically, mostly. About, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: they, I think it was. Sweet they went 16.
1: elite eight. Was it last year? Um,
2: Villanova is a run. pale shadow of themselves. <laughs> yeah. Pascal. I, I, I. I'm not. Is it Pascal? Pascal. He's not kind of efficient. He takes kind of, like, terrible shots. Phil Booth guy. is probably a. Maybe. Yeah, I like that. Phil Booth is a is a surplus guard in the NBA, so you know, there's a role for that. Um, Javon Quinley was horribly disappointing. Oh, I, he may be transferring. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, and then Cole Swider hasn't played very much. He was the other big recruit. They're going to be better next year. They're going to have most of the guys back, and then we get Brian Antoine. And uh, who's the other guy? No, no, not Trace, the other. Jeremiah Robinson Earl. That's the other yeah. hyphened guy, <laughs> the other hyphened small big in this class. Um, St. Mary's doesn't really have anybody. Jordan play. Ford's yeah, a good score, but he's, not, NBA player. he's yeah. not going to make the NBA. I um, go to Europe. Purdue... Is he the best player?
1: Carson Edwards is their best player, right? Is he an NBA player? He,
2: Travion Williams is like, their best player. I feel like he
1: put like, he puts up big numbers. It's really,
2: like, oh, I know. They but, really turn their like I don't know. if They turn the era, but they really got
0: out ahead. of You people would know better than playing me. him a lot. He's really good. Just a big wish big number. It's like, it's a come on, path. man. He's Swagger Jack Who? and Swine again over here.
1: Is there Where's a big number? Dude, any good? He's a
0: chubby boy. I mean, yes. Yeah, no, that's
2: that's what he is. Yeah. He, but he's like more I think he's got more skill, like skill game and intelligence game than, than Biggie did. Biggie's just Biggie's just here to, to hit layups awkwardly and never play in the NBA because he probably shouldn't. But just be cool. Um I mean he's gonna make several million dollars from this and then he can go to he can go to like the yeah. Italian league and get put up like twenty eight and twenty eight every game. So I mean yeah. I think he's gonna have a good life. Biggie's he plays a lot there, yeah. He's on the, I mean, he's on the Kings now. He's on the Blazers. Is he just in the G League right now? Like, what does he even? Doing? They traded him. They traded him for because They just wanted to swap. I disappointing. Did I even match. realize
1: that? <laughs>
2: um, oh, and then Purdue's oh, got like, like Nojo Easterns. I, I like him. Terrible, They've got a bunch of like <laughs> fringy kind of guys. Oh, uh, he's
0: okay. I don't know if he's an NBA player, Man but arms. is there a
2: giant white pumped. guy any good? <laughs> He's definitely better than Isaac. He's Haas. Gonna, uh, his
0: name Isaac. Haas. lead the NCAA tournament yeah. in dramatic hair flips. Yeah, <laughs> for some slow mo. gifts. <laughs> Matt Harms is a good boy.
2: Um, yeah, great. Tyler Eifert's <laughs> shitty brother, Grady.
0: It's from here. I don't like him. Uh, Ryan Klein's okay. Let's yeah, they just got mean, they did good. gaps. they probably the That team sucks. I'm totally out on Purdue is a good college team. Yeah, they're not.
2: They they might lose. I don't think they'll lose yeah, the Old Dominion, I mean, but they might lose I mean. the second round. It's possible. Old Dominion is good. Um, Cincinnati. Nice. I mean, John Cumberland's pretty good. Nice. That's kind of the only guy they have. Justin. Justin Jennifer's like a big assisted turnover guy for Cincinnati, but I don't think Fuck he's that good. The <laughs> yeah, Iowa doesn't. The Tyler Cook will be a overseas big, and then they you do know, Tarza. I only had some
1: giant white guy who was light, killing know, the other day who looked He's like he was a, Not him, no. He's got the eyebrows. There was the other dude who like talk about eyeball. hair flips. He's a giant. Maybe. I, I have no idea. This guy, dude, looked like he...
2: Weisskamp's going to be the most hated yeah, this, player this in the like big a, I can't, team. I can't <laughs> remember what this
1: dude's name was, but he was just annoying me. He looked like a fucking...
2: People are gonna come up. People are gonna to run off like, the bench and like kill, him. Like, the kill him. he's the most annoying. He's a p- white pull-up shooter, it's like a tall Jerry McNamara. <laughs> he ruled. That's, that's yeah. the
1: worst. And then Tennessee is the they last told. team, and he Tennessee's got my 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 accident.
2: close personal no, no, no. friend Grant Williams, one of my strongest sons in history. <laughs> so, do you think uh, this is the question that I, I've seen Grant? top five i've seen grant in the 70s if you go by if you consider nba draft net uh reasonable do you think grant will play will be good in the nba Ricky? because i'm not yeah I'm i like Williams
0: a lot uh it's kind of funny because he plays basketball he plays power forward like carl malone or something like he's totally a throwback to the days when <laughs> you know you would just put your ass on the left block and hit him with the right hook but I think he has a lot of NBA potential for a few reasons. He's just a really smart player. He doesn't screw up ever. Really smart player nope. who takes nothing off the table. Uh, you know, his his shooting, I think he has potential. Yeah, he's become yeah, he a good shooter. He has potential in that area for sure. He's super strong. He's going to be able to rebound. He's going to be able to finish through contact. I want to see what his wingspan measurement is. He is short. He might only yeah. measure at 6'0". see he- short to me.
2: Yeah, I want to see him. I want to see them play Duke because I want. He might be the only guy that could just guard Zion on the post one, like just push him out of the post. Yeah. He's just absurdly strong. He's got like, like Nene, like butt, just huge. Just, his whole lower body he is just gets enormous
0: to the line at will, especially at the college level. Like nobody could stop him from yeah. you know finishing through contact and getting to the foul line. So love Grant Williams. I like Jordan Bone quite a bit. I that was my biggest. Caught in my top fifty players in the tournament was Jordan Bone because I wasn't sure if he deserved to get three guys. Only Duke and uh, Virginia had three guys
2: before, like like last year when I started to watch them a little more, I kind of couldn't tell Bone and Jordan Bowden and and especially Turner apart. Uh, He's definitely like pushed himself above those guys. I like Lamonte Turner. One of my my. like I wish he was better as Eve Pons. I wish Eve Pons was was had, like any a basketball for basketball at all <laughs> cuz like that guy looks like you talk about Bruno Fernando. That guy looks like he was carved out of like the stone from the top of Mount Olympus. He's got one of the craziest NBA bodies and like he's good at defense. He just can't shoot or pass or he's no idea what he's doing. And it's just like he played he's played better this year, but I don't think he probably will get like a camp invite at some point and an NBA team is going to figure out pretty quick that he doesn't know how to play basketball, and he probably never will. So, uh, oh, Tennessee also has one of the most annoying guys in, in this, John Folkerson. They're one, they're one white guy who just throws himself on the ground all the time and doesn't do anything else. He's one of the worst ones in this, in this, in this uh, uh, annoying white guy. So I had uh, gotta love him. I, I did at one point have Ole Miss beating Virginia. I, I kind of pulled back on that. Wait. The, the Virginia is too like Connor. Hunter being healthy is a big difference for them, so they're going to be in the three sixteen. Then I had Kansas State. I had I think I had Villanova, yeah. and I had uh, Tennessee. Cincinnati is a tough one, but I had Tennessee. Th- this is going to be the chalkiest region, I think. Yeah, because it's just kind of I think Irvine is their not... thirteen. 4. They could. They could. Yeah, I got Old Dominion. Yeah, yeah, they're playing. Kansas I think State. Tennessee is a very Over, good chance to the Kansas title State game. Tennessee
0: playing? Duke would be my title game pick yep. right now. Even
2: though, UC Irvine has um has a uh, Christian Velp's son, Colin. I don't know if anyone remembers Christian Velp. I remember him because I had his, his four-part. He played for the Spurs. He's just a big. He's just one of those '90s <laughs> enormous Oster, Oster tag guys. Yeah, he's a yellow-basket you know, MVP. though. Classic.
1: Classic giants spurs match
2: from Western in 1987.
1: Nice, nice. So you wow. So Ricky, who was your fi- I know it was yeah. Brian, you, you know, said I you had, had, Kentucky, had Duke, but the PJ Washington News, I Carolina and Tennessee. Like, Ricky, who it. did so you have in I'm your final four? Say,
0: or who do you I'm gonna say Carolina? I'm gonna say Tennessee. Yeah. I'll say Duke, and then I think shit could get crazy in the West, but I'll take Gonzaga. If you want to win your pool, go Gonzaga over Tennessee for the title game because uh, oh, we I think that's a solid. I have Gonzaga over. That
2: was my first one,
0: oh, yeah. And they played a really, really good game earlier yeah. in the season. Great so I'm going you. to the final four, too. So give me Zion in nice. the final four. Uh, it has to happen. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. Um,
2: Duke's going to have, there's going to be a final for Zion if they make it to the final four because of Apollo B. Gonzaga and then if it's Tennessee. That's like interesting guys because those teams' two best players both play is possession. Yeah. So that's fun. There's a lot more guys to talk about. I'm so sad.
1: Yeah.
2: There's so many teams that didn't make the tournament that I wanted to see guys like I would have liked if Garland had been healthy. They would (laughs) have made it. That would have been fun. But he did not. Yeah, I'm glad Cameron did. I'm glad Utah State got in. Jackson Hayes well, didn't make it. That's unfortunate. Uh, I get, yeah. yeah, he's 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 leaving. Yeah. sprained knee. I love him. I mean, but he just I'm got not hurt. Sure, like what he would have done in the tournament anyway. Man. Oh well, should be. He has absurd. Yeah, looks like he skills. might be a he top ten guy. Un, like it's it's unnatural um, looking the way he moves. Nick Claxton yeah, didn't I mean, make it. I I love Nick Claxton. I guess
1: like last to- possible like top guy who we wouldn't have talked to is like Romeo. Like, do you like him? I've, I've
2: gone back and forth all year. Terrific finisher. He's got really good touch. He didn't touch. need to make
0: a big mechanical He just can't shoot. Like he shot. His shot and just looks chance. weird. I, my hottest take is that I would be tempted to go yeah. Nazir Little over Romeo just because I think Little could at least crash the glass and defend. I don't know. I That's understand. Little's really bad, but. Yeah.
2: Um, Josh LeBlanc okay. I like him well they don't have to make it. Kid, what, what so about guys guy I have, uh, I like. Kevin
0: Porter was a popular name I guess that'll be my the last the amount guy. of our listeners who are gonna even recognize yeah, he's his right. name he's is right. gonna be about 0.1% but those are all of the NBA <laughs> prospects playing in the NCAA tournament over the next couple of days Brian Brian did DeGar- uh, DeGar- great. <laughs> right, now let's down. talk about the Brian's bludgeon. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I can't wait.
2: Brian's rules though. Who's last guy? Xavier Johnson. Yeah, that's the last guy. Sorry, I'm oh, a big Xavier Johnson. Z- Xavier Johnson. If he all could right. finish at all, I would take him yeah. in this draft. It's
0: going to be fun. Watch Marquette, Murray State. That'll. be can So
2: that's That's,
1: that's uh, yeah, it's They'll be first day, tough. right? Obviously, when this pod comes out, it'll be t- it'll be
2: today. Yeah, Marquette, Murray State. Utah State, Washington, New Mexico State, Auburn—those are all fun games. Seaton Hall, wofford that's in a good one, one of my
1: brackets beating. Kentucky just was the Washington injury, just because I was trying to pick it an up, and it seemed fun.
2: They're good. They're, yeah. good. they good. Wofford's I mean, they—they—they they, they destroyed their conference. Right. They blue like they were ranked <laughs> most of the year. Right, yeah. Uh. I admit-
1: <laughs> of course, it means that like
2: Gardner Webb is going, going to go to the final or some shit. Uh,
1: Ricky, I that's think that's, we did it. We're pretty good, right? We that's any other any other takes here? And Ricky, you got to go do I some shit go. other shit, right? Uh, I don't sleep in March <laughs> as
0: it is because I
1: have. I know, yeah. This is March, John Rothstein's favorite month, month and your favorite month as well.
2: <laughs> I just got all my sleep in last night. I woke up at like twelve forty five. I was like, right, well,
0: well. Uh, Okay, this has been I sleep for the week' I'll be, good. be doing these podcasts even during the NCAA tournament. So be sure to keep it locked. Uh, we probably won't talk about the bulls because who cares? But uh, hey we really yeah, if, we'll probably talk more about this, the draft.
1: like it's dr- It's fucking draft season. Like I said that here's this was your primer today. and as we go
2: along in the All tournament, right. We'll talk even more about it. This draft is going to get weird when people declare because, like, the top 60 now could be 25 of those guys could not be in the draft. Like, it's a weird, it's going to be a weird. All draft.
0: right. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, great in depth knowledge. We might have you on again, uh, you know, sometime later uh, as the draft gets near, but we appreciate you joining us. Everyone go subscribe to Brian's Patreon. Pay that $1 a month, guys, uh, for some great draft coverage. For Brian. Uh, follow him on Twitter too at Cosmos for Jason I'm Ricky this is Cash Considerations we'll catch you guys later bye take it easy guys